John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Sorry if we sound like we're trying to be quiet, but it's because we're trying to be quiet. Yeah, we're, not, we're trying to be quiet because now we record this at our homes and people are sleeping or trying to sleep. Trying to sleep. By the way, we're your two dads. Yeah, but to this week, we're your two ASMR people. <laughs> Hey, gross guys, you're going to come to this. <laughs> I'm going to go get a jar of relish and finger it. <laughs> Isn't that ASMR? I think that is. I think, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like fingering liquid, like, gels. People are so specific about what they want these days that there's probably one that's, like, spicy relish, sweet relish. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to sound... I want. I want a Polish guy's balls and sweet relish. <laughs> this guy sound his balls sound Italian to me. I'm just losing. I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm out of there. Yeah, those balls have a mustache. <laughs> uh, so uh, hey, how you doing? Oh, good. How are you? How are you, dadding? You've been you've been working from home, huh? I have been working from home, which is interesting. Like, I've never done that before, and it's always been hard for me when I've tried. Mm-hmm. And it and it, the reason why it's hard is it's, it is hard. Like, there's no, there's no way to lock yourself away from your family right. to get work done. It feels like you're being just the biggest, worst person ever when you do that. Yeah, no, I always feel like I, I feel like I'm giving, like, this unnecessary attitude to Erin where I'm she'll like she'll come over and like rub my back and say something sweet and I'm like okay and then meanwhile like I'm saying okay but I'm looking at my screen and I'm like writing a joke about like a teen mom's like pubic hair and I'm like what am I fucking doing <laughs> like why am I giving an attitude to my wife here it's I think because that's, that's the hard part about working from home Definitely. It's the distractions. I mean, it's hard. Uh, I, I, I'll just speak for myself. It's almost impossible for me to split my attention. Like, I just can't do it. And I've complained about that before about myself. And the response has been, um, you're just saying you can't do it, but you can. You're just not trying. <laughs> yeah. And I do. I do feel like <clears throat> maybe that is the case, is that, like, I'm... I'm not meeting someone in the middle mm-hmm. that, cause that, cause that's the, the big problem with everything that's like hard on you, but the other person doesn't see it that way is it ultimately it could be that you're just not meeting someone in the middle on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, not to, not to come off like I'm in therapy, but, uh, I know that meeting in the middle is very important. <laughs> it is. I've never, uh, heard that phrase actually in therapy meeting in the middle oh basically that would if if my therapy sessions were a tv show that mm. would be the hashtag in the bottom of it <laughs> meet in like, the middle hashtag meet in the middle 
uh, it would still be more funny than Malcolm in the Middle. What, yeah. Uh, is so what would be me? What would be in the example of the teen mom pubic hair joke? Uh, and Aaron saying something nice, what would be meeting her in the middle? It's to not take it so seriously, which I hope my bosses aren't listening to this. But like, <laughs> like when you are working from home, like you don't, you, sh- you are working, but at the same time, like you are at home. So mm-hmm. like there, there's finding like a happy balance there where like, you don't have to give your wife attitude for talking to you. <laughs> right. It's not a license to dick. No. Like, being like, uh-huh, time is money, bitch. <laughs> like, that's not who I am, and I don't want to ever be that way. Right. Uh, Although, time is money, bitch, is my new catchphrase. <laughs> uh, that, remind, that reminded me out of nowhere of um, something funny I saw this week, which is that on Jeremy Piven's cameo. Have you seen this? No. I, so you, I've never went on Jeremy Piven's cameo. Well, you don't have Interesting to. Uh, yeah, he, his, his, his cameo, it's spelled Jeremy Piven's. <laughs> and the only reason that's so funny is because no one would get more mad than him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that his name is spelled wrong. <laughs> He's like $400. Yeah, that makes sense. He was in a lot of movies and TV shows. That's true. What, Are you on just, Cameo? No, they asked me a long time ago, and I was like, no one's going to order that, and I just didn't do it. And then I realized that the model of it is that um, they only, like, I, they asked me to do it, like, three times. And then I found out that they only ask you if somebody requests you. So I was being really stupid by just yeah. being like, this is spam. <laughs> I got asked to do it two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. then when I was I was signing up, and when you have to set your price, I genuinely couldn't imagine charging more than five dollars, <laughs> and that that made me feel so bad that I would have to make like videos for five dollars. That I was like, I'm not doing this, so I just canceled it, and I've been ignoring the emails and text messages since. Yeah, it's it is hard, man. And you know what's funny is like, so um, I never cared about Cameo before, but then this this uh, yesterday. Meg's, Meg's sister had a birthday, and Meg used Cameo to get a obscure country singer to to say that they all love in her family to say happy birthday. Michael Martin Murphy is his name, and um, I saw it in action. Ten bucks. And fifty-five dollars. No, it's fifty-five yeah. bucks. And I watched it in action, and it's awesome. Like if See, they take it seriously and do a, a sweet job of it, like it's it's like oh shit! Now I'm like addicted to Cameo. See, I feel like my introduction to Cameo was uh, for our anniversary last year. I bought Aaron a Cameo from Snooki. You did? And yeah, it was $300. And like the to say Snooki phoned it in would be an insult to phones. Yeah, she. <laughs> That's so funny because Meg, Meg's uh, guy, Michael Martin Murphy, he did it like he gave. He gave it his all. It was so sweet. He, like, put on his outfit. He, like, was really sincere. He took his time. It was, like, the nicest thing ever. Oh, my God. So I, I'm, no. su- I'm not surprised Snooki was, like, eating a mozzarella stick while she did hers. No. Yeah, like, truly, like, it was, she, like <laughs> she was just in workout gear in her <laughs> kitchen. I paid $300 for 20 seconds where it's, like, 
Your husband Sean says you're a fan of mine. Uh, anyway, happy happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> like, my God. Like, if I didn't grow up in New Jersey, I would expect more of Italians. Mm. But uh, <laughs> but I grew up in New Jersey, so I know that I was uh, had the moment I clicked bye. Yeah. But that's like so that funny. that that's my fear of cameo is like I don't want to I don't want to get grifted by any more Snookies. Was Snooky your first choice for Aaron or was there another one that was too much or something? No, that was the first choice. Like Aaron is a huge <laughs> Jersey Shore fan and and like is she, she the only Jersey this, Shore person on it? Uh I mean they're probably all on it, but like Snooky listen. You, you want to get Snooky. Like, if you were going to the real world San Francisco, you want Puck. Right. You want the star. So mm-hmm. we went with her, and uh, I, 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 got, I, got, I got fucking ripped off. <laughs> that makes me really mad, actually. It does. I mean, like... Because she gave it all on the show. Exactly. Like, it, 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 with Cameo, if, like, you get a Cameo from, like, Brett Favre... You want Brett mm-hmm. Favre to at least be like, hey, Sean, I hope you have a touchdown of a happy birthday. <laughs> like, you want that stuff. You want you want someone to make, like, a little joke. And, like, yeah. maybe maybe I didn't give her enough information, but I definitely wrote more than a 10-second fucking video. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, so, um, so she got that one from... The, by the way, this singer sings the song Wildfire. I don't know if you know that song. I it's know. From the, the only country songs I know are uh, My Dick fi- Fits in This Gas Can. What the fuck is that? It's every country song. My <laughs> dick fits in this gas can. It's like a fucking two cars at once. Uh, that is the weirdest commentary on country music I've ever heard, but somehow really accurate. Uh, yeah, no, I he, mean, he, most country songs are about how they want to, like, fuck a car. Right. Um... Or a truck, truck. More it's so. It's usually a, a truck on a red dirt road. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So. I Who was do you so think's hornier for cars, country music singers or uh, Vin Italians. Diesel's character Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious? Well, they're different cars, but I would say, I would say Dominic Toretto because um, cars are his family. Yeah. You have you should see those movies. He's mostly talking about his friends that are his family. Oh right. Yeah, he's Isn't not it? just looking at a bunch of cars and being like, "This is my family." Hey, <laughs> Ford Taurus, get over here, Uncle Ford Taurus. You say that like I was way off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just a huge fan of the the film series. Don't they just like chase each other and shit in cars and shoot guns until the end? And then at the end, they're like, it's all about friends. Oh, uh, oh, my God. Don't be silly, bitch. It is so much different than that. It, what the Fast and the Furious franchise is, is it started as what you said. But by mm-hmm. the time it got into five, they were international terrorists. And now they work for the United States government taking down terrorists. You're kidding me. I swear to God, it's incredible. Like they were bad like, for a movie? For the first three or four, they're bad. Because they're oh. street racing. They're doing illegal street racing. But they're so good at illegal street racing that the United States government hires them <laughs> to start taking down like international arms dealers. I wonder if you can get so good at anything that the government will hire you to do it. 
I I think so. Isn't that what like Catch Me If You Can? That guy was so good at forging checks that he got hired by the government to tell them what is forged. I wonder if I could get hired by the government for getting away with jerking off in my car in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Because that's a serious crime, so maybe if you were the best at uh, jerking off in your car at a parking lot, they would use you to find out other people who are jerking off in their car in the parking lot. Right, and we'd still be called the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it sounds like working from home is, is tough. I uh, I have been working from home but not like i don't have like a job like you have i'm just like working on a project like writing and stuff so it's like it's almost even harder because you don't have a boss to be like come on my boss is riding my my dick or whatever yeah when you don't have the deadline it is hard to to accomplish anything i find Mm -hmm. like uh, a big thing for me this week uh that didn't happen but i thought about a lot was making an egg sandwich (laughs) And and it basically, after talking about it with a therapist, it, it informed me of that's how I view everything was I think about doing something so much that I it goes past the time in which I could do it. Mm. What do so you mean? like I was I, so basically I was thinking about an egg sa- making an egg sandwich but I was like breaking down, like, what should I do first to make this egg sandwich? It's an egg sandwich. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But I just kept thinking about all the steps to the point where then I like looked at the clock and it was like four o'clock. And I'm like, I'm not going to make an egg sandwich. But I did it for <laughs> three days in a row. <laughs> Which is you like, like, you know, who you know who that is in, in literature? Who? Hamlet. Uh, well, no, I, I'm not, I wasn't making bacon. I was making eggs. (laughs) We'll be right back with more Your Two Dads. (laughs) And we're back with more Your Two Dads. Wow. So how, how are you dadding? What's new with you? Uh, it's been, you know, it's mostly been all right. We tried to do homeschooling, or we are doing homeschooling. It wasn't until this past Monday that it really kicked in, like, where the schools got their shit together and started doing Zoom meetings with Goldie's teacher and stuff. And um, so there's two one-hour Zoom meetings, one at 10 and one at 1. And uh, and then you're kind of, like, given some schoolwork to give them in between. Um, and it's... You know, the Zoom meetings for, I mean, you know how hard it is for adults to keep their attention on a Zoom meeting. And it's really hard mm-hmm. for a little kid. And it's it's cute because they want to see each other. And it's, like, really funny watching Goldie, like, scroll through the, pic, the video feed. But, uh, but after, like, 20 minutes, she's like, Jesus. You know, it's like, it's just a grind for a little kid to, to Skype for that long. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's hard to just be like, you got to do this because I'm not teaching you your times tables. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it's a shame. But I mean, it's it's a weird world right now. You can't really I'm not complaining. People have it a lot worse. So are you just like putting her in front of a computer and they're zooming? And no, you, are... you got to stay there the whole time. There's no so way. You're you just basically, leave them there. So you're basically in kindergarten right now. I'm in first grade. Yes. <laughs> You're in first grade, <laughs> but I'm almost graduated. how hard. 
But how hard is it to not just put a fucking gun in your mouth? Uh, it's, uh, that's why I, well, I was going to say that's why I leave it at home, but I'm stuck at home. Um, yeah, we're all home. It's tough. You know, I, it's, you know, it's, you're joking, but the hard part is actually just not looking at your phone right next to your kid who's supposed to be paying attention because you're just obviously setting a bad example. But what are you learning about? Like spelling? Yeah, there's some, well, no, the, the, the writing thing is like creative writing. So they have to figure out how to describe a character say what the character wants and then like what happens right and be descriptive and it's so funny because that sounds really um automatic to me but when kids won't do that if you don't tell them to and their stories will be like um more impressionistic than anything else so you have to be like okay who's your character what's her name how old is she what does she look like what does she want did it did she get it why didn't she get it like you have to like lead them on for creative writing or they just like um fly off into the stratosphere i understand that yeah um but it's weird having you'll notice when nolan gets a little older like the things that you think they aren't gonna know intuitively sometimes they will and it'll shock you and then the things that you think are like so obvious like of course you'll just be born knowing it they're like durr <laughs> you're like what yeah yeah, it's a, it's always a surprise. It, I mean, it's always a surprise finding out what your kids know and don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, like no one was going is going to like school daycare thingy, and like he started just singing like "I Love Rock and Roll," <laughs> uh, like by Joan Jett, and we were like, "What?" And then it's yeah. like, "Oh, he must have learned that at school." And then he like knew about Spider Man and Batman. I, maybe we sent him to a bad school or something where they're only teaching him about Spider Man and Batman and <laughs> Joan Jett. Well, well, at this point he, knows how, to, he knows how to roll a cigarette though. That's cool. Oh, that's good. That's going to come on handy though. Yeah, yeah, I remember the first time Goldie came home and um, flossed, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> where did she yeah. learn that?" <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, mean the, the good thing. flossing. I mean the bad flossing like with their teeth no like the dance that's the oh no the dance is the good one now you uh, need oh, to know it's that. a good one now well she did it and yeah. it was like shocking to see your child do something you just saw on the internet and you didn't teach it to her man this podcast should be called one old dad and one super cool dad i'm the super <laughs> cool one because i think flossing's tight yo uh, oh okay i like that you immediately had to say who was the super cool one <laughs> always uh yeah that's always the plus when you're making an analogy yeah it's a and it also tells people how cool you are when you have to say how cool you are right away after bringing it up you know i don't know if you've ever seen a james dean movie but he often (laughs) would say something and they go because i'm super cool right yeah i was like how he punctuated everything uh, so what is uh, what is Nolan watching these days? Is he? I know you mentioned that he saw ET, and that I have never seen ET. Um, yeah. So I thought he would be young for ET. Does he understand it? He understands ET. I mean, he understands. The I mean, it's a kind of an easy story to understand. Is that well? Actually, the, the, Sean, the, a lot. Of, how about for our listeners who have never heard of ET? Why don't you break down what the movie is about and who made it and um, why it's famous? Okay, so for Julian <laughs> McCullough only, because everyone has seen ET. I'm just you know for our listeners yeah. that maybe don't yeah. aren't that familiar. 
Well, it was uh, directed by uh, Steven Spielberg. It was written by Harrison Ford's ex-wife. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Does yeah. she have a name, or is she just Harrison Ford's ex-wife? Melissa, Melissa something. Okay. Uh, she's no Steven Spielberg. That's the name <laughs> I remember. Okay. Anyway, the movie the movie begins in the woods, uh, and you see a bunch of aliens uh, or extraterrestrials. Oh, right off the bat. Uh, yeah, foraging for things uh, like they're they're collecting specimens to study in their spaceship. How are they? How do anyway, they look? Are they good? They all look like ET. Okay. The cl- the classic ET, long neck, uh, weird viewfinder head, mm-hmm. uh, cool little belly, short legs, brown. Got uh, it. So then these like uh, trucks pull up. And then the aliens start, like, rushing back to the ship, and they're looking for E.T., but he's Mm -hmm. not there because he's in the woods. Uh, So then they leave him there, and he's, like, looking over the valley. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you meet your your main family, which is, like, Elliot, his older brother, his little sister, Gertie, who's played by Drew Barrymore. Uh, His older brother's two friends. They're playing Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, and they tell Elliot, because Elliot's the little brother, like the little, the little bitch of the crew, mm-hmm. he has to go get pizza. So when he goes outside to get pizza, all, he hears a rustling in his uh, shed, and he, he rolls the ball into it, and the ball rolls back, and now he's made contact with E.T. He can't get him wow. out of his head. He goes and finds him. So he tries to get, he gets E.T., uh, later, <clears throat> like two scenes later, into the house, and he's like hiding ET from his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- then they can uh, I ask you something? Why? Yeah. Why is he hiding ET? Is it like I'm um, uh, like if he found a dog, like he doesn't want to get get the dog taken away? Yeah. Or yeah, I think I think m- most everyone, if if you're a kid and you find an alien, you're mm-hmm. not gonna tell your parents about it perhaps right because you want all the money from dissecting it yeah no (laughs) this is like so basically how he lures et into his house because et doesn't trust him because et's alone like et's a baby kind of oh he's a baby yeah he lures them into the house with reese's pieces Mm et loves reese's pieces gets into the house all that stuff they create a mind link what does that uh, mean? So basically, everything that that boy feels, ET feels, and everything oh, wow. ET feels, that boy feels. So if ET's sick, that boy is sick. If that boy, if Wait, ET's what's, what's the boy's name again? Billy. Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. The most famous line from ET is ET saying Elliot. Oh, that's right. I I have heard that. Uh. That's such a great and plot it, device that they feel each other's feelings. It's amazing. And so when he goes to school, like he's alone in the house and he's like watching TV and like uh, watching like a 1940s romance movie. And then Elliot is feeling romantic and like kisses a girl. <laughs> it's it's this movie so, sounds great. How come nobody ever amazing. talks about it? <laughs> I mean, I think they do. It's weird that you've avoided it. 
<laughs> but that that's all I'll tell you. If you haven't seen E.T., you should see E.T. Yeah, we should check it out. I think the girls would love it. It's probably going to make it's, them cry, right? Yeah, there it gets it gets kind of dark towards the end. Mm-hmm. But then it's so light at the end that I think it's it's worth teaching your kids about right. sad things. Right. That the government is constantly trying to fuck all of us. Yeah, sure. If that's <laughs> is that not what if that is about? If I mean, truly, like the the government's function in that movie is kind of vague. Where like you don't know if they are trying to help ET or hurt ET. Oh, okay. I mean, I it. it's like one of those things where they're like studying him, but like it doesn't mean that they're necessarily killing him. Right. Even though, yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds good. Um, I don't want to spoil a, anything, so I'm just going. No, to I appreciate it. It's really adorable that you didn't want to spoil ET. <laughs> yeah, I know. You it's, met me. Uh, you met me in the middle. Yeah, I don't want. Like, listen. There's so much magic in ET that <laughs> I've already revealed too much. Um, so I want to keep some stuff alive. It's like, and, it's like to to give you an example that you could relate to, like with my spoiling it's mm-hmm. like if you had anal sex on the first night it's too much <laughs> got it okay that's a perfect analogy yeah um, i just had to put it in your words i'm and all dr- et and you're all uh black ass fuckers for <laughs> uh the black part was already a spoiler um <laughs> what uh so drew barrymore is what like five in this movie like three. Oh my god, really? Yeah, she's a she's Gertie. She's just like a little baby. Oh. That's so weird she didn't grow up like normal. I know. Well didn't she didn't uh, the one thing I did hear that was heartbreaking was that she developed a real friendship with the prosthetic E. T. and um was like really emotionally connected to it. Did you ever hear about that? I didn't. I yeah, I like, heard that I heard that when she was really young, she developed an emotional connection to cocaine. Yes. We, yeah. That was around nine or some crazy age. But that's when you yeah. need it. You know what I mean? Because it's like long division is almost impossible. I. That's the craziest thing is I can never I can never imagine being on cocaine in fourth grade. <laughs> it's so, I don't think you're supposed to. No, no, you're definitely not. But like. Already, like, when you're in fourth grade, your natural emotion is, like, you're coked up. Like, everything's silly. You're fucking wild. Adding cocaine to that, it's just, like, it's... I think it's a miracle she didn't, like, set her house on fire. Except in that movie, fire is (laughs) coming. Yeah. Um, The... uh it's it's so fascinating to me um if it wasn't so evil i would actually want to see what would happen <laughs> yes well you have three years to decide yeah. if if it's evil or not to find do they make like kid cocaine like they make kid tylenol <laughs> well they don't they don't they cut cocaine with baby formula yeah the laxatives yeah baby laxatives yeah formula would that. probably ruin the cocaine <laughs> Who knows what ruins cocaine? Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Baby formula. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, we we they, the girls just watched Onward. That was a uh, the new one. Yeah, we watched Onward too. Yeah, this is actually good. We should talk about it so that parents who listen can find out if they should show their kids Onward. It's time for kid content. Kid content. We haven't done this since the pilot. Kid content. Kid content. So onward. Onward is a weird movie to watch with your child because the whole movie is about a dead dad. It's super weird to watch that during like a pandemic where it's like, hey, this is possible. <laughs> Everything's possible except you getting my bottom half back. I know. It's kind of weird when uh, Lulu looked up to me and she said, Papa, I wish you were dead. <laughs> yeah, that, you don't want that out of a movie. I no. did really like Onward, though. I thought it was like a uh, really sweet, like. Because the trailers made it look like it was going to be like Pixar's biggest miss ever. Me, that's, that's what I thought. The trailer was awful. The trailer was really bad, and Aaron described it as DreamWorks like, like it was like a Shrek movie. Mm-hmm. That's what it Hotel like. Transylvania. So, yeah. Yeah. So no, Hotel Transylvania is good. The whole series is good. But, oh my god, uh, you're such a fanboy. I'm not a fanboy. <laughs> I like working. Uh, <laughs> But uh, so watching Onward, I was like, oh, this ought to be good. Like I was already like watching it mid eye roll and it kind of won me over immediately. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was a tr- kind of like a wonderful movie. It's really about like it's it's kind of shit. It's all kind of about like the idea of like your uh, the nuclear family or like I, I can't come up with the right words, but like your prototypical, like your typical family of like dad, mom, brother, daughter, like Mm -hmm. all that shit doesn't actually matter. It's just about like who's there. A family is about like coming together and like picking each other up no matter what. It doesn't, you don't have to fit into a role, which I thought was right. Like the labels aren't like, you don't need a dad to be a dad. You just need someone who can act like a father. Yes. Someone there to teach you. And, and then like, uh, like I'm not like a Dungeons and Dragons person. Magic seems dorky to me. I know you, you're wrong, but it's fine. Yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, I, I could be wrong and I'll, I'm open-minded to that, but like, even that was playing well for me. Like the idea that this magic world had kind of lost the magic, mm-hmm. uh, but like there's still remnants of magic was interesting. Like this person who used to be like the keeper of the secrets now runs a chain restaurant mm-hmm. where it's like, <laughs> that's like based on the keeping of the secrets, even though she still keeps the secrets. I was like, that's fun. That's like a fun little twist. I was, yeah. I was kind of blown away by onward. Uh, one of the girls asked me when the movie was over for the, I think the third time they'd seen it already. They were like, why is it called onward? And I was like, I don't know. Why is it called onward? Oh, well, it's just like, it's all you're moving forward. It's like, cause time. it's a quest. That's what I thought. It's, it's like, quest, it's just yeah. like a quest. Yeah. I thought what was interesting was, um, I mean, if you call it dead dad magic pants, like, <laughs> <laughs> which is truly what the movie's about it right. just doesn't have that like disney zing 
there is that great moment at the towards the end when he's like um you know i never actually had a dad so it i don't even know what i'm missing kind of thing because you were always there was it really i think that's a lesson that is becoming more and more important these days because uh almost no one i feel i feel like less less than half of family units in america are the actual nuclear family yeah i think that's just i mean yeah it's there's a i mean i i I don't even know how to comment on that because (laughs) i'm only used to the nuclear family but you're right but it, it is better though the nuclear family right it's automatically better I don't know. I mean, like it definitely it definitely gives you way more back. Like I feel like people, like kids of divorce are always like, yeah, that like really fucked me up. <laughs> but there's nothing like having the same baggage from the time you're six until you're 34. Like nothing's <laughs> changed. Like you can't I, even I'm point kind- to a thing. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of the kids of divorce because it's like, yeah, at least you have like a change in your personality. Like I was like doted on then became like overbearing. And then I'm just now like, like my mom just is text messaging me all day asking me if uh, I'm okay. Cause she thinks I wouldn't tell her if I got coronavirus. <laughs> and then like my, my dad has continued to not think of me as a human being the entire yeah. time as well. Well, it's too painful to think of you as a human being. Maybe he thinks of you as a pair of pants. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I... My dad wears his pants high enough where he could just be a pair of pants. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The... Oh, so my... uh, My grandfather decided to leave his... His building in Philadelphia uh, is like... What? I I thought you were going to say something else. No, no. His building in Philadelphia um, is not like an official old folks home, but I would say like 80% of the, it's a huge building. It's like a city block Mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh, mostly old people. And he found out that like they had two cases. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They had two cases of coronavirus in the building. So he was like, I'm leaving because he's 86. So he drove um, down to uh, North Carolina the other day to stay with my grand, my uh, aunt and uncle because they have a guest house. And it was so funny because my dad, I was, I was talking to my dad and he's like, yeah, they're, they said they're going to go meet him halfway and then drive him the rest of the way. And I was like, that is the not the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. It's just like um, family stuff is so weird when stuff like this happens because you have to get into real arguments that you can't let go Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um i thought that was going to go somewhere but it didn't go anywhere (laughs) no but i i do think it's good that your grandfather left yeah he got there safe they did they did eventually get convinced to not like get in the car with him so he stayed a distance the whole time and like they're apparently they're all like hanging out on a giant porch six feet from each other which sounds nice in a weird way Oh, yeah. I mean, getting to be around people without communicating with them fucking rules. That's all mm. I want right now. Yeah. But yeah, but like 
Yeah, those uh, old folks homes are just like Petri dishes. I convinced my mom to quit her job. She was working like two days a week at an old, mm-hmm. oh, like a nursing home. Oh, she was. And I, yeah, and I was just like, don't go. <laughs> like, there, if it goes in there, it's going to be like a fucking tidal wave that takes out every single person in there. Right. And uh, I liked, I, I like to think that I'm a hero. I saved my mom's life. We'll never know if I did. We'll now, never know if I. Your reward yeah, is she's I, texting you all day long to make sure you're alive. Hi, very, tr- very true. Hi, Noel. Oh, you're still is awake. Is he saying hi? Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> he has the best Why voice. Why are you still in the awake? I don't know. You don't know why you're still awake? That's okay. You could be awake. He sounds like a. I'm going to be awake. What do you say? Okay, I'm gonna be awake. <laughs> I'm gonna be awake. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm gonna be awake. Okay, are you being a big ham now? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <get> <laughs> okay, oh thank you. Thank you for dropping by. Okay, you can sit here. I'm right up. I'm too sweaty. Oh, but but you gotta be quiet, okay? Um, he's, he's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Can you be so quiet? Wow. Wow, it worked. Holy crap. Dude, he sounds like a um, professional voiceover actor doing a perfect child. Yep, that's that's him. I mean he does he does this. Childlike voice that really works. Where he, he brings it on this podcast. <laughs> oh, shh. yeah, we were watching Muppet Babies today. He he said two very funny things this week. Is one he called the Muppet Babies uh, the Chicken Muppets, <laughs> <laughs> and the other <laughs> and the and the other was he called Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic the Hot Dog. <laughs> I thought that ruled. <laughs> I, I need McDonald's. You want McDonald's? He wants McDonald's. He wants McDonald's, which he calls all McDonald's. Uh, but I think I think now is the time, unfortunately, where we have to wrap up. Yes. Uh, did we hit our Did we hit our contractually obligated time? Pretty much. I mean, we're at forty minutes. I think it's we can wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a guest this week, but we'll have a guest next week. We, uh, I mean, like, it's really weird right now. I'm impressed that we didn't talk about uh, anxieties and fears. So that's yeah, I good. Think that was pretty good. That's a step you, in the right direction. And we have a beautiful child serenading everyone to sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All done. Okay, please. I know. Please. <laughs> okay. Baby. <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, Julian, do you have anything you want to promote? Do you have <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was yeah. invited to do a Zoom comedy show uh, today, and I said no. You <laughs> so said you no. won't see me there. <laughs> who, who, whose show was it that you didn't, that, that you it big called, it? I think it was, uh, what's it called, Dear God or something with God? It's a Bushwick show that's really big. Phoebe Bottoms runs it. She was very sweet, and I'm sure the show is great in Brooklyn, but I just don't want to do a Zoom show. You know, I didn't even think about that. Is like for the first time ever, 
you could be doing shows all across the country. Like it, do, it doesn't have true to true if you want to call it a show. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's a, I, I mean know. it's not a show. It's you holding a microphone and pretending to do comedy for like six people who I guess are muted. Are they muted? I, I what are these they, Zoom comedy shows? Be. I don't know. I haven't watched one because I'm t- it's I'm afraid I'll cringe to death. Yeah, it's scary. I I think I want to. Well, we should throw one. We should do a church <laughs> reunion and donate donate the forty dollars we make to uh, the LA Food Bank. That's a good idea. We could we could try that. Um, we could do that too because like what we could do is like all four of us could be on camera at the beginning and like just riff and talk. And then we just introduce people. It's easy. And then we see what they're doing. And then we know what a comedy zoom is. And we raise $40. Yeah. I want to, I do want to raise money for something. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I also think delivering food to hospitals is a good idea for the staff. Do you have to take the food there yourself? Yeah, you. But there's Too a protocol. Scary. Oh yeah. Too scary. Um. Yeah, they make you walk it all the way in, and then you give it to them in the stall of one of the bathrooms. <laughs> uh, that was Siri on my computer. Thought I was saying. Uh, too scary, and then they she started playing a. She started playing a song called Nothing Too Scary by Stuart Stotts and Tom Pease <laughs> on Apple Music. Hey, Siri, that's exactly what I wanted. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. My Siri just woke up because I said that. Yeah. Fuck Siri. And she goes, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, listen, we'll be back next week. We'll have a guest or something. We will. We'll get a guest for next week, and we're going to keep our spirits up. And you guys out there are going to be okay. And if you're homeschooling or uh, whatever, don't feel bad about screen time. And uh, try to meet your kids in the middle, and don't be dicks to your spouses. Yes. Don't be dicks to your spouses is the best rule during the quarantine. Yes. Uh, And don't murder them. (laughs) I'll be so peeved if I found out one of our listeners murders their wives. I know. Although the press would be incredible. <laughs> the press would be great, but I will denounce you. To the Absolutely. Press. Uh, all right. Well, thanks all right. so much for listening. We'll be back guys. next week with a review of Louis C.K.'s new special. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 